This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello, everyone. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie here with you on a Tuesday night as I'm recording this. You may not hear it on Tuesday night, but when you do, welcome aboard to this edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles and our final second chance bracket. Finally! Ugh. Listen, guys, I don't like to bash Jeopardy at all. I really, really don't. But this insistence on postseason and dragging out tournaments for over half the season is kind of bullcrap. Like, I respect most of the decisions Michael Davies has made in regards to the show. I do. But not this one. No. Mm -mm. I understand the season 37, 38 second chance in Champions Wildcard. I get that they had to do that because they didn't have new material. And they didn't want to spoil, you know, a brand new contestant's opportunity by giving them old clues. I understand that. But the proper thing to do here would have been, once new material started to come in, bring the, bring the champion back from the end of last season, bring in new contestants for a while, give us a couple months off from tournaments, and then do your postseason crap if you really, really had to. But no, they are dragging this out from September to April. Count it with me. That is one, two, three, four, five. Let's see. Let me double check in my head. Seven months, roughly. Six to seven months of tournaments. And that's not counting the six weeks of reruns we got in the season break. That were all, you guessed it, tournaments. I'm seriously about to flip my lid. Because this is getting boring. Like, I I don't mean this in any way against any of the contestants that we've had. It's not their fault. But this is just so absurdly boring, I could cry in a corner. Ugh. I'm, I'm sorry about that, you guys. I'm just... I'm stretched pretty thin. Honestly, if it wasn't for, you know, coverage and things like that here, I'd probably be watching Pluto TV instead. Because even though they're not brand new contestants, most of it's not tournaments either. And even if it is, I can switch off the the live feed and go to on demand and watch something that is not a tournament. So, yeah. Okay, rent over. Let's get into the game. And we start that by meeting our contestants. We have Pam, April, and Rotimi, who I'm going to point out now was originally invited back for high school reunion, but was unable to make it. At least that was my understanding. So they brought him back for this instead, which I appreciate. And I can tell you folks right now that this game was crazy. 
it was neck and neck for so much of the game. Everybody was all tightly bunched together, and they were so tightly bunched together score-wise that someone could have shifted a centimeter and whacked the person behind them. If, you know, scores were humans. That's how tightly packed this bunch was. If that gives you an idea. So, yeah. It was crazy. And it looked like Pam was going to take off with it for a while because she found the Daily Double fairly early in the first round and managed to double her score. And, you know, it, it did for a while. It looked like she might take off with it. But then the other two come rushing up on her heels and, well, everybody stuck together like glue for the most part after that. Even, you know, going into Double Jeopardy, even first to third place, the gap wasn't huge. Rotimi got to go first in Double Jeopardy and came out fighting to get ahead. Just bam, 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 bam. Daily Double answered correctly. Bold wager that I forgot to scream at. But, yeah, I, I forgot to scream at everybody today for stupid wagers. Because Pam got the last Daily Double and made a wager that did turn out to be pretty daggum stupid because she missed it and lost $6,000. And this is why, people, we don't make huge wagers towards the end of the game. Because it costs us money. Like, seriously. If I had a panel discussion... Hey, that's a good idea for an episode some weekend. Panel discussion on dumbest moves that players have ever made. I can guarantee you 99% of it would be stupid wagers. So yeah. It's called strategy. You don't do that. That late in the game. You will, you will never catch me making a wager like that at that point in the game, especially not if I'm in the lead, unless there is literally no other option of winning the game. You might catch me wake, making a wager like that on the second or third clue of the Jeopardy round, but that would be about the only time. Because at that point in the game, it's still so early that it's not really going to hurt you. Anyway, on to final. Everybody was very tightly bunched, like I said, toward the end of the game. And it was awesome. April had the lead, but everybody was just right there. And... It's interesting that I mention that because April was the only one who didn't get Final Jeopardy right. Everybody else did. Pam doubled up to 16000 Rotimi made the wager of being exactly $1 ahead of her. And that $1 was enough to win him the game. So we will see him again on Friday. Now that's strategy right there, my friends. That is strategy. 
So, yeah. This game this game had the possibility of being a come from behind for two of our players and one of them got it. So, yeah, it was kind of intense. What I'd love to be able to do, unfortunately I can't, but it, I think it would be more interesting. Just, you know, spontaneous reactions and not afterthoughts. It would be awesome if I could get permission to, you know, watch the games and react to them live. Just Like I said, just so you all could see, you know, more spontaneous reactions and less afterthought and having to describe it out. But yeah, that's not going to happen because copyright has to exist. But anyway, that is basically what I have for you today. Don't forget, we have two games to cover tomorrow because Celebrity Jeopardy is a thing and we will have it tomorrow unless it's just not airing tonight. So be sure you keep an eye out for that. And of course, we have another group of Second Chance contestants. So I'm going to say, as I always do, good night. Thank you for listening. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.